Forensic Compact. I'm a compliance evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the month of May, one of the month series on operationalizing your compliance program. And this month, I will focus on the use of your human resources function to help you operationalize your compliance program. This month, my sponsor is Advanced Compliance Solutions. Advanced Compliance Solutions is your one-stop shop for all compliance-related services. Uh, Advanced Compliance Solutions has a new, exciting service offering called the Compliance Alliance, which is a three-step program that will provide you and your team a background into compliance and the FCPA so you can consider how your product or service fits the needs of the compliance officer, the compliance practitioner, and the compliance professional. It includes a boot camp, a podcast series, sponsorship, and an in-person training. Each section builds on the other and provides your customer service and sales teams with the knowledge they need to have intelligent conversations with compliance officers and decision makers. When the program is complete, your teams will be armed with the knowledge they need to sell and service every new compliance client. Interested people should contact myself, Tom Fox. In the evaluation of corporate compliance programs issued by the Department of Justice, there was a section on incentives and discipline. This spoke directly to the need of the HR function and compliance or several other uh, parts of the evaluation which speak to the integration of compliance into your HR function to fully operationalize your compliance program. Each day this month, I will be exploring a different way for you to operationalize your compliance function through the HR function. I hope you enjoy this series. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day one, the role of human resources in operationalizing compliance. This month, I will consider the role of human resources in operationalizing a best practices compliance program. I've long advocated for a greater role of human resources in a compliance program. Indeed, one sign of a mature Foreign Corrupt Practices Act compliance and ethics program is to the extent in which a company's HR department is involved in implementing the solution. While many practitioners do not immediately consider HR as a key component of an FCPA compliance solution, it can be one of the linchpins in spreading a company's commitment to compliance throughout the employee base. HR can also be used to connect the dots and many divergent elements of an FCPA compliance and ethics program. Even more importantly is the operationalization of compliance into the fabric of a business. One of the key indicia of an effective compliance program is how long each separate corporate discipline incorporates compliance into its everyday functions. An active and functioning compliance program will literally be alive in each department in an organization. HR has as many touch points as any other corporate function with employees. From interviews to onboarding to evaluations and performance appraisals, even to the separation process, HR leads many corporate touch points. Each one of these touch points can be used to teach, educate, reinforce, and reinforce the message of doing business ethically and in compliance with laws such as the FCPA, the UK Bribery Act, or similar legislation. The Department of Justice Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs listed four specific areas of HR touch points in a best practices compliance program found under Prong 8, Incentives and Disciplinary Measures. 
Under accountability, the following questions are raised. What discipline actions did the company take in response to the misconduct, and when did they occur? Were managers held accountable for misconduct that occurred under their supervision? Did the company's response consider disciplinary actions for supervisors' failure and oversight? What is the company record on employee discipline relating to the types of conduct at issue? Has the company ever terminated or otherwise disciplined anyone for the type of conduct at issue? Next, human resource process. Who participated in making the disciplinary decisions for the type of misconduct at issue? Next, consistent application. Have the disciplinary actions and decisions been fairly and consistently applied across the organization? Next subject, the incentive system. How has the company incentivized compliance and ethical behavior? How has the company considered the potential negative compliance implications of its incentives and rewards? Have there been specific examples of actions taken, <clears throat> i.e. promotions or awards denied? as a result of compliance and ethics considerations. We consider the number of touch points HR has in the employment life cycle, its role in facilitating the operational, operationalization of compliance becomes clear. At each of these touch points, HR can take the lead in operationalizing compliance. Additionally, each touch point provides an opportunity for ongoing communications with a prospective employee, newly hired employee, seasoned employee, or an employee moving up into the ranks of management about the need for ethical dealings and compliance with company values as set out in the code of conduct and as operationalized in your compliance policies and procedures. By using these touch points, HR can demonstrate the shared commitment requirement found in prong two of the evaluation, as well as the ongoing communications as laid out in prong six. There are very few other corporate departments which have so many employee touch points as HR. Every compliance practitioner should use HR to operationalize compliance through a variety of touch points and expertise available to the compliance professional through a corporate HR department. As a key first step, I would suggest that every compliance professional head down to your corporate HR department and have a cup of coffee with your functional equivalent. Find out not only what they do, but how they do it, and then explore how you can further operationalize your compliance program through any or all of these HR touch points. Over this one-month series, I will be considering the role of HR in all of these steps and more. Further, over the past 20 months, there have been three Foreign Corrupt Practices Act enforcement actions which spoke directly to the role of HR in hiring and evaluating employees in a compliance program. I will begin my one-month exploration with these three cases and then move through the employment life cycle. The employment life cycle consists of pre-employment screening and interviewing, after hire onboarding, next ongoing training, next annual reviews and assessments, next promotions, and finally exit strategies. So what are the three key takeaways for today? First, I would ask you, what are the HR employee touch points at your company? I've delineated at least six touch points, but are there others that you could consider in a best practices compliance program? Next, 
HR professionals can bring new, dynamic, and innovative techniques to compliance communications. If you think about one of the key functions of HR, it's training. Well, why not utilize HR in your training program? You can train HR to discuss FCPA compliance issues, so train the trainer. But think about ongoing communication, about simply doing the right thing, raising your hand in a speak-up culture. If you see something, say something. Or to just model your corporate values as expressed in your code of conduct. HR can be a key ally for the compliance practitioner in doing this. And finally, go down and have a cup of coffee with the head of your corporate HR department. I'm sure they'll welcome the visit, particularly when you can talk to them about the issues that they face, in, face day in and day out. What are the HR internal controls around compliance? How can the current or necessary or required HR controls be adapted for compliance? There's a wide variety of things you can do at little or no cost simply by aligning the HR mission with that of the compliance function. It's a department that many compliance practitioners do not think of initially, but I think you will find it to be an excellent resource for you to operationalize compliance. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to day one of the role of human resources in operational income operationalizing compliance, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day two in one month to operationalizing compliance through HR. Thank you. This is Tom Fox again, and I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program through the use of your HR function. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will rate it on iTunes as it would help our ratings and also get the word out about this seminal one-month series that I'm doing in 2017. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox, that's tfox, at tfoxlaw.com. Finally, I hope you will join me again. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening to this episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.